Let's talk health care. Earlier this year, the Ontario government announced a plan to allow private clinics to perform more procedures to help reduce Ontario's surgical backlog. Weightless are one of many issues in health care right now. Another is staffing. Don't have enough doctors, nurses, and specialists, nurses in particular. Now, new research by SecondStreet.org shows nearly 2,000 nurses in Ontario regularly commute to work in Michigan's health care sector. To talk about that, we're joined by Colin Craig, president of Second Street. Thanks for your time today. Well, thanks for having me, Devin. This is a really interesting uh, bit of research. Uh, were you surprised by how many nurses from Ontario are making the commute to uh, Michigan? I was. You know, I, I knew that there would be some, obviously, especially in the Windsor area, because you're right next door to Detroit. But the numbers, uh, they really put me back in my seat. I was surprised that it was uh, just under 2,000 that are regularly heading over the border to work in Michigan. We have uh, had, you know, some policy here in the province uh, that uh, touches upon this. Was that sort of the impetus for this, or what made you want to uh, research this? You know, I had heard from a couple people that there were a lot of workers, uh, nurses, that to regularly worked in Michigan. And I didn't realize it was as big as the number that we found, but I had heard this, and I thought, well, I wonder how many. So we tried to get the data, and we were able to get some stats from Uh, the Michigan State Licensing uh, Department, and from there we were able to survey these nurses and learn not only how many were crossing the border regularly, but why they decided to work in the United States, what could convince them to come back, those types of uh, uh, bits of feedback. Those uh, bits of feedback were also interesting. What did you hear from nurses on why they choose to work in Michigan? Yeah, so it was interesting because the number one reason why they decided to go across the border and work was the uh, lack of availability of work. And many noted in particular that they were looking for full-time employment and that wasn't available. Uh, Others noted that they wanted sort of stable hours, like a nine-to-five work environment, and they couldn't find that. Whereas across the border, they could maybe work at a private clinic where they're doing knee surgeries and hip surgeries, those types of things on more regular hours. So It was interesting to see the feedback uh, that nurses had raised. Compensation was another reason. That was number two. And right behind it was uh, working conditions. So if uh, you're running a government uh, healthcare facility in Ontario, uh, two of those major reasons are things you can address, which um, they're not financial. You know, making the shifts, restructuring the shifts maybe in ways that uh, nurses would like in a full-time manner. Uh, but also working on working conditions. And if they could tackle those two issues, they can, uh, uh, you know, I think recruit a lot of nurses back. And then certainly on the compensation side, too, if they make sure that their uh, compensation package is competitive, they might be able to convince some of these nurses to stay in Ontario. What did they say uh, as was a, a common reason for why they might concern uh, consider re- working in Canada or returning to Canada to work? Well, they were, there were similar reasons, actually, uh, although the, the numbers were much higher in terms of compensation. Uh, once these nurses have decided to move, and, or not move, but rather start working in the United States, uh, money was uh, the most common reason why they would consider coming back. And if you think about this, for a lot of us, we've maybe had jobs throughout our lives where we weren't big fans, but if people paid us enough, we would, we would do it again. Um, so I, I think that might be part of it. There were all kinds of other interesting reasons and concerns that these nurses uh, raised. Some were concerned with the union structure and the way that the union handled different matters. Others were concerned about the level of technology in Canada just not being as advanced as it is in the United States. 
so there was some really interesting feedback that uh, we got to go through. It seems like, you know, having some of these clinics, be they private or, or, or non-profit, could maybe appeal uh, to some of these nurses if we kind of maybe take some of this feedback uh, to heart here where uh, some of what they're looking for could be addressed here in, in Ontario. I, I think so. Uh, you know, the, the Ford government has announced that they're going to be working with surgical clinics to provide surgery to the public at no extra charge. And some of those new clinics that are popping up they might be able to uh, be a little bit more flexible and be more responsive to the concerns that these nurses have raised and maybe be able to offer them the type of uh, arrangement uh, that they're looking for. But I think ultimately what's positive to see is that these nurses now will have more choices. You know, in the past, their, their main choice was either to work at one government-run facility or another, whereas now they'll have those options, but they'll have a bunch of other private clinics that maybe they could work at. So they'll they have more choices. We'll have to wait and see whether or not, uh, um, you know, we see fewer nurses working in Ontario more deciding to stay and work locally. But uh, uh, I think what's interesting about these numbers, too, is that this is just Michigan. We, we know Ontario also loses a number of healthcare workers to New York State as well. So we're currently digging into those numbers and looking at this issue uh, beyond the Ontario situation, but uh, across Canada. I'd be interested to see uh, what uh, those results were. I imagine it would be, uh, in many cases, the same sort of uh, story. But it is, you know, we kind of forget a little bit, but it is quite not extreme. That's a bit uh, far to say. But to go to a different country to do something that you were trained to do in a different country is, is a tad unusual and a real loss for us, considering all these people could be working here and solving some of the issues that we're we're dealing with, but to go to a different country kind of does underscore some of the issues we have here and need to be uh, maybe uh, more present about. I, I think definitely. You know, we're we're in a competitive world. We have to make sure we, meaning governments, need to make sure that they're responsive to the needs of uh, and concerns that are raised by workers. That they have comp- uh, competitive compensation packages and so forth. And I think generally in, in Canada, when it comes to public sector compensation, it's the opposite. It tends to be more than what you find in the private sector. But, you know, certainly when you're in a, a border community like Windsor, you have to be especially competitive because you do have the United States right next door and there's all kinds of other health facilities. So, you know, you, you do want to be mindful of that. But what was really interesting, too, with this data is that uh, the the nurses that had uh, licenses in Michigan, it wasn't just Ontario, it wasn't just the Windsor region, there were people from Timmins and Scarborough and all over Ontario, but also from Alberta, BC, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Quebec, all across Canada. So it, it, it's a good reminder that, you know, even if these nurses, some of them haven't decided to take the plunge and go and work in Michigan, they're certainly considering it. So, you know, we've got to be competitive in, in today's world and, uh, I think that it's it's positive that we're seeing these these private clinics, uh, more cooperation between governments and private clinics, because they will ultimately give workers more choice, uh, could potentially give patients more choice, and it's uh, a new sort of approach for um, uh, for healthcare. Yeah, it's about it's much about uh, retention as it is maybe attracting people back here because um, uh, both you know as you say you know there's people I saw there. Are, uh, some nurses who want to work in in Michigan, they're in Ontario right now that want to work. So it's not just luring people back, it's retaining them as well. Well, for sure. And, and one of the interesting things in the survey was that about 8% uh, 
of the respondents said that no, they're actually they have the license, uh, but they're still working in Canada, but that they'd like to work in the United States in the future. So, you know, I, I think there's uh, some valuable feedback in these uh, uh, in the survey data for people that are in uh, human resources in government-run hospitals and other health facilities in Ontario to look at it and try to figure out so how they can prevent some of these employees from from leaving because you certainly want to make sure that uh, when someone has to go to the hospital for whatever reason that the staff are actually there to help so it's um i think there, there's uh, certainly value for public sector entities and private sector entities to take a look at this research and uh, think about it more deeply it's really interesting appreciate the time thank you very much well thanks a lot Devin. that's colin craig president of second street